everyone welcome to is it wet where when you're here you're family i'm sophie <laughs> i'm caitlin surprisingly no we're not doing the godfather again we are doing the 2015 action film furious seven furious seven and yeah and everyone's wondering i did just get done like ugly crying you're gonna hear i am just this is a critically wet moment of this episode because I'm just a lot of uh, a lot of snot and phlegm is happening, and uh, so you're gonna you're gonna be able to hear that. I'm sure you're going you're going through it. So I had like seven years to process that montage. Right, you've had like 20 minutes to deal with um, how emotional the end of this movie is, uh, but really unwarranted so except uh in the context of the movie not in the right. not in the real world um i am so excited to be doing this movie um yeah. it is one of my favorite action films it is the movie that got me into the fast and furious franchise which is like probably my favorite action franchise of all time uh, worthy worthy of the title yes honestly. yes and honestly like i I think I get it when I think I get Marvel people a little bit more. Um, present company, maybe, maybe included. <laughs> um, because I'm like, yes, if you're invested in a franchise in this way, mm -hmm. yeah, you will just come, you will just kind of accept whatever bullshit. Yes. That that the franchise gives to you. And, you'll and be honestly, like, Thank you. I'm glad you brought that up because I compare it a lot to the, the Avengers movies in particular. Yes. Um, I think, yeah, we can get into, I see a lot of similarities yes. for sure. Yes, um, for sure. In, in fun ways. Yeah. Uh, but before we get into that, Keelan, do you have a wet moment of your week or did you consume anything wet? Yes. So you, you sort of uh, witnessed via, um, I was texting you at the time, uh, witnessed the, the wet moment this week. Um, that I learned that Babu Frick is a, like a real character, like in the mainstream movies. I thought he was like just a thing that people referenced <laughs> that was like from, I don't know, like an, the extended universe or like a... I, I thought he was in it, but I didn't realize he's like a character that has lines yeah. in one mm -hmm. of the movies. Uh, so, and this is because I took a BuzzFeed quiz. Well, I was like, Sophie, should I take this quiz? And you were like, mm -hmm. yeah, you should, you should probably take this quiz. It was like, are you Baby Yoda or Babu Frick? No question. And I was, no question yeah. <laughs> that you're Babu Frick. Yeah. It didn't even, not a shadow of a doubt in my mind. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, whoa, Babu Frick kind of seems like a kind of cool, <laughs> cool as fuck. Like I can't he should be Babu fuck. <laughs> and <laughs> and I was like, what? Who is this dude? And <laughs> so I had I was Tell like, I gotta, more. Check, yeah. I gotta check him out. Hello, I Babu Frick. Um, and it, that was just delightful. He so I still kind of don't really. I didn't really read about what he is. I just yeah. watched the clips of him. Mm -hmm. um, so what, that's all you he's, need. He's just like a little mechanic that they find in the in like the ninth one. So yeah. So in the Rise of Skywalker, uh, which 
is a film everybody loves and right. no notes. And yeah, and so I, <laughs> I'm like, I'm a. This will be surprising to be people. Will be like, why doesn't Caitlin know who Babu Frick? Why didn't they know who Babu Frick was? And it's because I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but mm-hmm. I never saw that one. That's the only one I haven't seen. Yeah, I just like never got around it's to it not yet. Good. <laughs> so, and then like COVID happened, and it was so yeah, yeah. you know. Um. So th- yeah, that's the context is why i why i i don't know who any if you introduced a character in rise of skywalker don't know who it is he was the best part of that movie and he, yeah again those clips that you saw yeah are <laughs> just gen- genius on every every level yeah basically c3po needs work done under the hood so they go to they're like oh you have to go to babu frick because he's just (laughs) such a professional he's a consummate professional at what he does and he just kind of like fiddles around with i think c3 i don't know c3po has like a a message he needs to say yeah Um, and so he they actually perform a wipe on c3po and it's horrifying because he's about to lose Basically his life, his identity, his history. Oh and they're just making jokes. It's like really fucked up, the tone. Yeah. And but but Babu Frick is there. Um so you're like, whatever. Babu Frick's here. And he's um Babu. Yep, enjoy this ready. And he's just mysterious. He um he says Everybody Babu Frick. seems to kinda like him. He's Everybody great. seems really frustrated with him. Yes. But but in the end you can't really be because no. You just love him, he, you know. He shows up for the final, uh, the final space battle. He's no, no discernible skills. And Oscar Isaac's character—I don't remember his name because these movies aren't good. Um, <laughs> oh, is okay. like no, re- I remember it. You're gonna love it, Poe. <laughs> Poe, yes, Poe. Um, Poe Dameron. Um, uh, who? Uh, yeah, he. They, you know, at that the final battle where where like allies show up and they're, mm-hmm. you're like hey I'm Doug and I'm Dorth f- video game and I'm Drake yeah. and, and I'm like and I'm Red 3 then and you Red saw 3 shows like back and up then, yeah. and then Bobble Frick shows up and he's like hey and Oscar Isaac responds with such glee that Bobble <laughs> Frick is there a character that like they spent like five minutes together (laughs) and that cannot help them um but it's a beautiful it's a beautiful moment um yeah he what a little guy what a little freak i love him so much he is he's such a good little freak yeah just a great critically wet moment of my week uh for sure everybody go everybody go check out babu frick (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, what about you, Sophie? What what happened to you this week? Well, so it's been two weeks since we've recorded. Yes. So yes. uh so if we had recorded last week, my wettest moment of the week would have been I, I watched the um the Paddington movies, which I've never oh, yes. seen, which are so so good. Yes. I was had like, a very you, profound effect on you. I yes. was ugly cry screaming through the end because they are just the amount of trauma that Paddington goes through he he is a orphan thrice over he loses his birth family then his his like 
found family. Yeah, he loses his bear family bear and then family. his human family. And then, like, he is, like, ripped away from his human family Aww. multiple times. Um, and But it is so, it is so great. It is, it is a great movie. Um, Paddington because, 2 does right, while fuck. He, while he goes, <laughs> it does fuck, yes. It fucks so no hard. No one will, will disagree with that. Actually, yeah, these movies are very beloved. Um, and I think, like, you mentioned, yeah, he, while he goes through a ton of trauma, I think what people love about it is not having seen them I would guess it's probably that you also get to see him overcome it a lot of it and like find find himself safe in the end yes. maybe I so <laughs> he he does, is able to find safety everywhere he goes he changes his community for the better oh. and in Paddington too like he has he forms these relationships with people in his community in London and he just adds to it and it's a clear metaphor for like immigration because like yeah. he's he's from Peru and then there's like um there's like a bear racist on the street who's like oh. he doesn't belong here and they're all like but no, it shows that like he's it, an every, everyone benefits he's integral yeah. to the community he only makes it better um and he like is sent to jail for a crime he didn't commit again oh, so wow. much trauma and he makes prison a better place for um he turns it like into a community uh and but any there is a scene in the first one that did make me want to fucking die it made me want to <laughs> fucking just it did kind of make me want to murder him um he takes he doesn't know he he's very chaotic um <laughs> he creates a lot of a lot of hijinks he gets in spots of bother uh but you have to expect that from a cartoon bear a cgi yes. bear is that he's gonna get into some shenanigans he does so he takes uh, he's staying with his new um uh human family and he takes their toothbrushes uh-huh. and he like reaches into his ears to clean out his earwax and it is paddington the cgi is so detailed and beautiful Ooh. um so you see that really in 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 4K or whatever, uh, and it is so. It was just so disgusting that yes, I, I did want to murder Paddington Bear for. Yeah. I will say that I um not he, a, not he, it was a fleeting thought, but yeah, he his chaotic energy it riles people mm-hmm. up in all sorts of ways. It you, does. Yeah, you're gonna have those moments where you have to fight wanting to you know wanting to murder him because you know in the end that there's more times that I, he's but also know, if anyone hurt him yeah I would yeah. I would kill I would die for Paddington yeah. if you did try to murder him so he does a thing each movie just one time okay. uh, called the bear stare so yes yeah, so Paddington has this bear stare that he'll use uh, yeah not unlike Dominic Toretto to intimidate people who are being rude to him but he only uses it like once per movie or else um, you know it would be a world breaking uh, a world breaking mechanism where just the plot wouldn't make sense it's too it's too too much of a, a superpower for him to use all the time um, yes. unlike cars which you can use for anything to get out of any every, situation every problem can be solved with a car with a, as long as it's fast is yes. is the issue or furious because there are times where it doesn't need to be fast. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I 
Uh, the reason we're doing Furious 7, besides it being one of the greatest movies of all time, um, is I did see F9 in theaters. That is in theaters. Uh, it was the first movie I've saw in theaters since 2020. Vin Diesel is super happy about that. Oh, yes. He, he is so... There's one place where we all came together to be entertained, to escape, to go someplace new. The movies. There's nothing like that moment when the lights go down. The projector ignites. And we believe. No he, one is more stoked than Vin Diesel he, that movies are back. His artistic commitment to these movies <laughs> is so amazing. Like, he, uh, he has refused to do certain... Like, he is not in the second one and the third one because they weren't up to par. And, oh, wow. Um, so he has very, like, these need to pass his rigorous standards. Um, I love that. And it also, like, gets him into beef with people who, who <gasps> like, who don't respect the, the, the real art that he is trying to so, create. And I gotta imagine, like, the people who were in those movies, do they clash a little bit? The cast members that, like, were in those ones? No, because everyone... Uh, besides, besides their the family. rock, their family, <laughs> they're they because the people who are in those know they're they've all been they're they've okay. all been in multiple movies with him. Okay. Um, so F nine, so good. It's Shakespearean. It um it respects me as an audience member. It's like listen, bitch. They call me a bitch too, and I was like, fine, you know what, whatever. Uh, this is a twenty year old franchise. It can do whatever it wants. Yeah. Um. Cardi B is an Interpol agent and you're just going to accept that cameo and I was like sure um, Helen Mirren's back love her uh, she just asked to be in a fa- she saw Vin Diesel in like a bar and asked to be in it <laughs> Um, and he was like, yes, that is part of my artistic vision. That yes. does fit part of He's my like, artistic vision. I saw you in How the did Queen. I not know that? I yeah. loved you in the Queen. I said, that is real fast. That I got to get you. You got to be one of the dames. And that is I... fast and furious as hell, baby. The Queen. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so that that's amazing and uh john cena it it disrespects the canon in the way that i want from every fast and furious movie i want each one to be like fuck what you've seen before this is happening john cena has always been his brother he will always be his brother you just haven't heard about him because um because this world is so lush and dense that that (laughs) there's so much to be explored that's why we need this many movies it's not a retcon. It's just that we, we're unraveling Dom's character and we've needed nine movies to figure out who was in his immediate family. Yes. <laughs> um, and his dad was a NASCAR driver and it's all, and maybe John Cena killed him. It's rich. It's great. It's, uh, yeah, as I said, Shakespearean as hell. So all, every star I could possibly give to it. Um so good. Uh, so I was like, we got to do a Fast and Furious movie. Uh, Caitlin has never seen a Fast and Furious movie. I, well, you've seen Tokyo Drift, which is like... Tokyo Drift is the only one I had a seen. A wild move. I, Tokyo Drift is wild to me because it is technically... It's the third movie, but it's technically fifth in the timeline. Don't worry oh, about it. wow. So... Or maybe, no, it's six in the timeline, and this would be its immediate sequel. Okay, that makes sense, because yes. it looked like it looked like when they go and visit them that, like, all the Tokyo Drift shit yes. had just happened. So, the, uh, yes. 
because Vin Diesel shows up at the end of Tokyo Drift. Yes. Yes. So, and that's when, and then the events of this yes, movie are yes. they. Okay. So the fourth, fifth, and sixth movie take place before Tokyo Drift. Okay. And then this movie is the only one that's in a post Tokyo Drift world. Okay. Um, and but as someone who's never seen the Fast and Furious movies, I. And for someone who has, this movie is incomprehensible to both of us. <laughs> yes. um, and that's what I love about it. But how do anyone, you find yeah, this any, movie? Anyone could be related to anybody at, or they or not. Anyone could have been in all of them or this could have been the first movie. That's what's really great about this is I couldn't decipher who had been there since the beginning. Uh, and uh, that and that part of it was amazing i loved it i i discerned that some something had gone down with mm -hmm. michelle rodriguez yeah uh, for sure mm -hmm. um and that's about it that's about all they give you but i do like that um the, all of the characters still have like like little little beefs with each other mm -hmm. and um and so much chemistry with each other and it's great even when you can't you don't know the history behind all of them yes yeah there's so much it's it's hard for me to keep track of who's died, who's come back to life. Mm -hmm. uh, I think with Rodriguez, it's that she did die and then came back to life and had no memory. Yeah. Um, but even that, I'm not sure of all of this, the mechanics yeah. around that. Um, well, yeah. What what is fun about these movies is that you and very very fluid and wet for sure is that you can't like anything can happen like anything characters mm -hmm. can die come back the ones that were bad guys are good guys now and there's this other bad guy that you didn't know about the whole time but they have a connection to everyone now this guy's working with this guy and like any they can pull anything and there's like the spirit of it is like there's endless permutations of stuff that could happen. And I like a franchise that just, yeah, has that. Yeah. So this is my, this is my favorite action franchise of all time because it at once takes itself so deathly seriously and at the same time really doesn't. And yeah. just like, is like anything goes. Like, we're just going to throw anything at the wall and it's going to be charming rather than excessive. And that's why, that's why I get a little bit, I get a little gatekeepy when people try to parody this franchise without having seen it. <laughs> okay. So, because there are like things you can make fun of it for but when people are just like oh it's cars and right. butts and this which it is don't yeah. get me wrong that's <laughs> that's why that's why i come back i want the cars i want the butts um but there's so much more ridiculous shit to make fun of um but it is wet in in on all levels like in the execution the characters uh even i would say that the the action, just the, the the themes, they're all extremely wet. Oh, yeah. Um, but you were saying, Caitlin, to me that this, the opening scene, the James Wan director of Saw also directed this movie. Yes. Um, walk us through the opening scene. Oh, yeah. So I, I, when I saw the opening scene, I was like, whoa, this is like one of the best openings to a film and I was like oh my god the last time I said that was Saw uh, and same director 
uh, just wants to punch you in the face with an opening of a movie and subvert your expectations. So this one, unlike Saw, you think Mm -hmm. you know what's going on in uh in the opening of this movie where it's jason statham um he's talking about bollocks how every movie should start um he he's he's giving this very like emotional uh weighted monologue to you realize it's his brother who has been mm-hmm. uh injured it, they're they're in a hospital and he's in a hospital bed and he is dying and jason statham just gives this like really emotional uh speech to him and is like i'm gonna avenge you and stuff like that and then the camera kind of pans out a little bit and the first moment of like something's off here is the hospital staff are like uh huddled in a corner of the room terrified and you're like wait Mm -hmm. what's going on here and then the camera pans out more and the whole hospital is like on fire and exploded Mm -hmm. and jason statham you realize oh you're looking at a bad guy because jason statham and I don't know maybe people knew that maybe he's from the other movies I don't know it sounds like his brother they encountered his brother in the last Mm -hmm. in other movies and that's why he's going he has to find out who the crew is and uh yeah yes again uh you cannot keep you have no memories of these movies after you've seen (laughs) them so I'm surprised we're able to do this podcast but uh I believe the last movie, yes, his brother is the primary antagonist. Uh, okay. Um, and th- so Statham is out out for blood. Oh, yeah. Uh, and we all know, if you want your brother to get the best medical care possible, a hospital where the staff are traumatized and the building is on fire is the best way to go about that, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know how the NHS works. He's but just an advocate, you know? He's an advocate, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Statham is incredible in yeah. these movies. He he just is having so much fun. Yeah, um, every time I watch him act, and like especially in this movie, I'm like, I don't. I think Jason Statham like really likes being an actor. He just like, <laughs> I don't know. He just like really likes it. Um, but yeah, he's he, he's always fun to watch. He is incredible, and I spread this rumor around because I've I've. <laughs> He's he's in this mo- this movie with like very tall beefy man. Yeah. So to me, Jason Statham is like four eleven. So I've been telling people okay. all week that Jason Statham is four eleven. He's not. He's not. Uh, he's like five. He's like five twelve or something. Yeah. He's like um, a very all, average. Or five eleven. Right. Um, yeah. Five twelve, I think, is known as six feet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but that's not wrong. It's just a different way to so, say it. It's just, I'm not wrong. <laughs> yeah. uh, so he's not. A, he's not an extremely short man, but he just he's a slippery fellow. He he's is. a little. He's a little guy to me. Um, I love. He's so. He's so he good. What I love about this movie is like it's just scene after scene of being like, oh, "Who's that?" And it's <laughs> it's always Jason Statham. <laughs> they do it like five times where they're like, oh, "Jason Statham is showing up when you right when you most expect it every time." Um, yeah, and I'll get into why this movie has the same plot as Inception, but uh, one of the reasons. Why is I was like, Statham in this is like Mal, Marion Cotillard's character (laughs) in Inception, because there is like a primary, they're like trying to do a job and she keeps showing up and 
fucking it up for Dom. Yes. Oh my God. So it's literally the same. They it's just changed the script up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh man. That's so obvious now that, yeah, because yeah, I kept, the plot is a little bit hard to pick out. Um, yes. Because yes. I kept mm -hmm. what, like at the end, the end when they defeated Jason Statham, I was like, so did they do it like <laughs> did they they defeated jason statham but like was how they're supposed to be doing weren't they gonna like get something and then i don't i think they had already completed that part of it they got the god's eye and then yeah. they use it to to get jason statham and they're like oh let's give it back to the u.s military they'll they'll only yeah. use it for really good reasons this 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 movie is one of the more uh one of the more, uh, some of the, they all differ in how much they're like, yeah. fuck the police. I was going to say, it seems like the franchise, like at moments. It goes up and down. Yeah. Yeah. This one, they are mm, pretty much feds, which I'm not cool with. Yeah. Um, but in other ones, they are, I mean, they start as, so this movie originally, these movies, the first movie, they are just. Uh, they do <laughs> like Grand cars, Theft Auto. Right? They're they're illegal yeah. street racers. They do Grand Theft Auto. That's all they do. <laughs> okay. Brian is a cop. It's like it's Point Break oh, essentially, and okay. he's an undercover cop. But then he falls in love with Dom and yeah. and turns. So oh, it that's is cute. I like that. It's really cute. Um, I can see why these this little franchise did pretty pretty okay <laughs> yes and and it was all based on an article in vibe magazine about street racing oh and my were, god <laughs> i love this that's um, that is amazing so this all so it started with an article in a print media and then you get to ludicrous and tyrese in space sorry yeah. I, another spoiler for f9 they oh, do go man. to space you would think that they got as high as they could possibly go when they're crashing a car through two different uh burj khalifas or whatever they are <laughs> yeah <laughs> um uh up in the no. clouds in the cl the the skyscrapers are in the clouds and they are straight up driving them from one to the next to the next it, these movies never fail to heighten and escalate yeah. and I, people do make fun of that and and, and to that it I would never say, fails i would to the people who make fun of that i would say like what the fuck are do you want a franchise to do what do you want from a franchise mm -hmm. you want a franchise that's going to say let's do all the permutations we can with this let's see how we can heighten it ratchet it up mm -hmm. and like kind of stay grounded in reality like I, People... what else do you want from a franchise you know and don't say like deeper, richer characters or like uh, less, less misogyny, <laughs> less misogyny. Okay. I will say F9 <laughs> of all of them. It yeah. really tries at feminism. Oh, and good. I was, okay. I was sad. You know, my expectations, are, honestly, the feminism leaves my body when I watch these movies. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm, I get this because I, it's like the Avengers. I forget if we captured this before, but like I, uh, I like saw a lot of parallels between this movie and mm -hmm. the Avengers. Um, just like 
tonally color palette Mm -hmm. i swear to god i kept saying this set is from the avengers like i think they just used a lot of this (laughs) and i have nothing to back this up other than they just like a lot of the shots from the locations reminded me of a bunch of stuff um they were basically on a helicarrier kind of the Um, civilian casualties are in the (laughs) hundreds of thousands in all of these movies but this one in particular yes Um, oh just like right off the bat too what the fucking hospital yeah um yeah and okay so right after the hospital cut straight to (laughs) race wars um which i cannot believe that they got away with just in the script i guess (laughs) it's called race wars yeah oh no okay wow okay yeah i was shocked and and it's just basically Mm -hmm. just burning man but for like extreme (laughs) motorsports yeah and it's like there there's girls in bikinis just Mm -hmm. being showered in fucking monster energy drink like i love it, it is, i love it so much i couldn't you can't i it, it blew all of my expectations out of the water <laughs> immediately first mm-hmm. 30 seconds of the movie um, and you get yeah. the, the the establishing shots of of i'm eating turkey jerky just so people know that's my commitment to this that's podcast good. that's is, what dom that's what dom would eat too like that yeah, would amp chocolate up. that's what i'm that's what i'm working <laughs> with right now <laughs> Um, it's it's disgusting, and I'm so hyped. I'm also on a new ADHD medication, so I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready to talk about this for six and a half hours. Um, so Dom, so the establishing shot of the race, the races when they do races, yeah, well, it's always uh, we can call it something else. The movie called it this i w- we wouldn't have done that we would have gone with something different it's not called race word in any other movie okay um, it's straight up like they have a sign that says it so i'm not making this up they didn't, but we they, could call it something else we would call it like we would call it monster rumbly, energy presents rumbly desert bump bumpy bump ride rum, rumbly yeah. desert bumpy bump ride sponsored by monster rum energy tum tuggers <laughs> Rom Tom Tuggers, uh, Red Bull, Tumbly, explosion. explosion. Yes. So we'll just call it that every time. <laughs> yeah. So at Rom Tom Tuggers, uh, sponsored by Red Bull Explosion Race, uh, there, there's going to be an establishing shot uh, that kind of sets up the party atmosphere mm-hmm. um, in every movie that's going to be on women's butts. And mm-hmm. that to me, again... It's very soothing. I'm like, okay, I know I'm watching a Fast and Furious movie. This is what's going on. But it's not going to be any more sexual than this. You're not going to get any. People aren't really going to kiss or anything. Um, (laughs) And uh, no no one's going to have sex. No, the times that they do kiss is like, look at this family. Look how much this man loves his family Mm -hmm. and his kids and wife. And that's the only time that they kiss. And you're like. Yeah, romantic. Yes. yes. They're they're like sexuality is okay <laughs> within the confines of yeah. a marriage or a long-term partnership mm-hmm. is what these movies posit. And, and butts, and that's it. And yeah. butts. And, but you can look at women's butts. Yep. Uh, and so that happens. Michelle Rodriguez. But it, a little feminism. Um, Michelle Rodriguez is the one racing. Yeah. Um, 
Because she's got a ride or die. Because she's ride or die and she's lost her memory. So oh, she's yeah. in a and good Dom, place. Dom thinks that this would be a good fucking idea. I was kind of like, Dom, this like obviously just happened and is very traumatic for her. Like, <laughs> And then she straight up has a panic attack. I'm like, this is like. Um, so, yeah, he thinks it's a good idea to jog her memory to have her do a street race. Uh, right, again. right. Because she lost her memory in in a car crash (laughs) in a street race yeah yeah uh so trained clinical therapist dom toretto and then when she won she he's like he's like okay don't go don't do this i don't even it was like don't let the number don't go above this number and she was like no you know i gotta ride or die and then she wins the race and i was like did she ride or die? <laughs> <laughs> I think she did, but like I, she was like, no, I got to go fast. Like, but they're racing. Isn't that, I don't know. Um, I th- oh, he was like, don't mm-hmm. do, don't go too hard. Just like, just be, right. in, be in this atmosphere, enter yourself into a race. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So this, these movies, these movies, this movie, these movies, uh, ostensibly, are for car enthusiasts yeah yeah. at least and they were about street racing until the fifth one and where they pivoted to what if we did the heist (laughs) slash international espionage movies and that's where i that's where i'm like yes yeah tell me more um but so they do put in stuff for the car enthusiasts so they do show so they're like Oh my god, is that the fuckton truck 5000? There's only two of those in the world. They do. And and one of them is made out of Warren is made from Warren Buffett's blood. Yeah. And they're And they're like, um, "Oh, and they're keeping it in a they're keeping it locked up." Oh, yeah. man. And so I've learned through just through these like like I learned that like nit- you use nitrous gas to punch it to make the car go faster, but you can't you can't always do that cuz it's like the bear stare. Oh, right, um, right, right. Because I would just be punching the nitrous the whole time. Yeah. But I think, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, in real life and narratively, you can only do it. Yes. Like. <laughs> you can only use the, you can only use nitrous a few times in real life. Yeah. <laughs> it does have diminishing returns. Yeah. Um, uh, that is our official position as a mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, be safe. Be safe. Yeah. Ride or die, but be safe. Be but ride or die, but be safe. <laughs> but be safe. Uh, critical wet moment for me. Um, we get into The Rock's beefy beefcake self yep. in, like, office clothing, uh, working in an office building. Yeah, and, and you're just like, like <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> which, like, he's a, he's a, in the, he's introduced in the fifth one, and he's, like, special, I don't, he's, like, a special kind of cop or yeah. like fed yeah um and he just does like he, he's just too much of a beefcake to be in an office building and that to me is very wet well i, I mean he made they made a whole movie about how a building can't contain him and can't that's true be, he can beat a building uh, didn't he fight <laughs> a building in a movie <laughs> he, in skyscraper which yeah. i've seen he did in fact beat a building yeah so uh, he has proven that buildings are no match for him you and can't he cannot contain him, him. you yeah. can't contain him i would love to see a historical action movie where frank lloyd wright has to try to design a building that can contain the rock oh. and he just fails every time yeah uh, that's he just so smashes good. uh fa- what is the house falling water um making some 
architecture references. Yeah, no, he just I, smashes that place down. I love um, it. That honestly, keep I, I I might cut that out because someone's gonna <laughs> someone's gonna steal that. Yeah, someone's gonna take our IP. Um, yeah, skyscraper, also terrific movie. No notes. Uh, about you know if someone threatens a beefy bald man's family. Yeah, that's it. Your yeah, days so are that's, numbered. That's what. So it did hit me at at one point. So mm-hmm. you're introduced to the Rock, and then the Rock is like he says goodbye to good night to his uh, partner. I guess I don't know who that is. Yeah, and she, I think she has Dom's baby in the next movie. Oh, um. cool. okay, <laughs> sure. It could be Why her. Not? It could be someone else. Yeah. Um, and then. He goes back inside and somebody's waiting for him and just like a bunch of just like 17 other times in the movie. It's like, who is it? (laughs) And it's Marion Cotillard. Exactly. And it's she's just in there in the basement of the of the hotel and or the penthouse, I guess. I forget which one they keep going to. Um and it's it and i was like oh it's hobbs and shaw they're hobbs and shaw yes yes of hobbs and shaw and i was like oh they hate each other so much it's must it must be so fun when they get to like work together so i definitely plan on watching that movie because that would hobbs be fun hobbs and shaw is is great it's it's definitely like its own thing um mm. it's not unlike the fast and furious movies uh it's it's great uh, it is because because the, i think the rock and jason statham both i think we could say this about vin diesel as well mm-hmm. that like while i love them i want to say this i love them um yes. i think in these types of movies especially these like action mm-hmm. uh franchise movies they play like the same character they do um, yeah they're they played themselves yeah so it's yeah. like you're gonna you're gonna get something good but it's gonna it's gonna be these characters i would say hobbs and shaw is almost too much of a good thing because they're what is so strong about their presence in the the fast and furious saga is is their their quips and banter and when it's just the two of them it's too much yeah and yeah and um but still still see it it's still an important cultural oh yeah and um, you know what i realized shaw because like mm -hmm. he has a whole backstory he's he's a winter soldier which i'm gonna i I love i feel like i've said that several times um that i i really love like bringing that into like mainstream just like making that like a descriptive term um, yeah in everyday conversation um but yeah what i mean by that is like he yeah, he was like he's used... a bisexual with a metal arm. That's what I mean by exactly. Yes. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's like he's a Winter Soldier, and that's yes. um, that's his his position because he starts off as their enemy. <laughs> well, that and, and because he like he was like brainwashed to be like a or not exactly brainwashed, but he trained. Mm-hmm. To, to be um like a like the worst of the worst he can kill anybody yes, type yes. of thing and then mm-hmm. he like went rogue and mm-hmm. now they can't find him yes um, yeah and then eventually he becomes their friend yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> they're like you killed our our friend han who we love deeply but you know that was that was like six months ago yeah and and we like understand five. that it was uh, it was a misunderstanding it was just yes, a little it was misunderstanding. A, it's a misunderstanding um so yeah he he blows up uh the rocks place of work 
he blows it up, right? Yeah, and then yeah. I, and then um, we see Paul Walker with a minivan. Yes. Uh, because he is a family man now. And um, his child is playing with, throws a car and his, he says, cars don't fly. Yeah. And I was like, ooh, planting, planting. Yeah. Um, and then they, uh, Vin Diesel's like, what's this package doing here? And uh, Mia, his sister, who Paul Walker's wife, is like, I don't oh, know. They're We're- related? Yes. It's uh, their brother and sister. And that's why he's always like, oh, he's my brother. Like, he's my brother and he's, he's my literally, brother. Yes. Okay. Yes, All right. Yes. But Paul Walker is like, Paul, but even before I think Mia and Paul Walker got married, uh, they were still brothers by yes, yes. choice. Yes. Um, oh, that's cute then. Ben okay, Bond. I kind of yeah. see that. I was like, oh, she's just like, she really loves his best friend. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, I she does, but. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, they're they're siblings. And apparently John Cena is their younger sibling. Oh, yes, true. Okay, nice. <laughs> they just, fun. They failed to mention it. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, what was he doing this whole time? I guess on the run because he might he, have killed his father. He might, yes. He was doing international terrorism is what mm. he was doing. Okay. Um, their, so their house explodes. Statham blows up their family home. And uh, Statham kills Han, mm-hmm. who Han's one of my favorite characters, uh, who was in Tokyo Drift. And then we see the Tokyo Drift crew. Yeah. yeah so we see Bow Wow. We, we see do. the other guy. Yep. Um, love it. Lines up love perfectly. It. I, <laughs> it does. I love it. Yeah. So you, you're... St- You've seen these movies in chronological order, which is wild. Yes! Oh, my God. (laughs) That's so true. And then, so I would say the next critically wet moment is that they're at Han's funeral. Um, And if you want to know a big F9 spoiler... Yeah. Uh, so Han comes back to life in F9. Okay. I they, mean, that's like, you could, that is a spoiler, but also like, yeah. that's just true of any of these characters in all the movies. That's, yeah. So he's not in that casket. He is, okay. he's chilling in Tokyo. He's okay. fine. Um, I, I was like, mm, all we saw was that he was in a really bad crash and right. the next scene was the funeral. So. Right. And Miss, so Mr. Nobody and we, it is revealed, Kurt Russell's character. Mm-hmm brings Han back like fakes Han's death for him so Um, that it in the way that fucking I'm telling you the Avengers in the way that Coulson Agent Coulson's death is the thing that sort of like brings them together to do this one last mission and so Nick Fury faked his death so that um faked had Nick had Coulson fake his death so that they could like come together Yes. So, um, but again, it is a retcon because Mr. Nobody not telling them that is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you're all mourning your friend, but yeah. they, they have some bullshit reason uh, why uh, I think they're like, um, shut up. Yeah. Shut, wh- like, it's really hard to write these movies, okay? Yeah. We never know <laughs> how, how many there's going to be. We have explored so many, so many cars. We always every have day. to add more. We always have to add more characters, and it's like trying to figure it's out so where, hard. where to put them all in. Is like, come on, you try it. You do it. You do it. Um, <laughs> you add eight more characters every every one. <laughs> um. So. 
uh, they kill. So they're at Han's funeral, and a car shows up, yeah. and we get these like reactions. Spidey sense diesel shots. Yeah, where he's just like looking and like freaking out. So and sweaty. So wet. Those, those so shots sweaty. Are so sweaty. Yeah. Um, I kept being like, yeah. There's a lot of shots of just sweaty Vin Diesel, just like slowly turning and looking towards the camera. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 wild. Uh, and again, second time in the movie where they're like, "Who is this that's showing <laughs> up?" A second time, it is Jason Statham. It's it's always Statham. Always Jason Statham. Uh, um, and so he gets into a car chase during, you know, during uh, Han's funeral, which is, you know, what Han would have wanted. Exactly. Um, and well, just just some wild stuff. Uh, and he tells them, like, they're like, what are you going to do when you, like, catch Jason Statham? And he's mm-hmm. like, words haven't even been invented yet. <laughs> what he, that means he's going to invent words to describe it yeah because otherwise he would use words that already exist so that and is in, a big in promise. the end because they don't besides civilian casualties um <laughs> they don't really kill people uh or torture people which i appreciate mm-hmm. again uh woke kings feminist kings um so they just send him to jail in the end so i guess that's the word yeah yeah that he was looking for but um yeah and he's like and he's like all right i'll do oh so at this point (laughs) this is when mr nobody played by kurt russell shows up Mm -hmm. and is like both of you stop fighting now I need you to do a job for me. And they're like, but you just let the bad guy get away. And he's yes. like, I will let you get back to the bad guy after you hear my whole thing first. Um, yeah. So the CIA, the Mr. Nobody, who I, who they don't say like he works for maybe the CIA. It's not clear. Yeah. Uh, he basically hires Dom's crew as a paramilitary. Yeah. Uh, Strike force. Um, they're the only ones who can do the job because the U.S. government can't be involved in in uh, trying to capture uh, capture this technology, um, which is basically like the CIA asking Tom Brady to stage a coup <laughs> in in another country, in like Latin America or somewhere. It, w- um, it would be. It's it's something. So doing a coup. Something they they definitely know how to do, mm-hmm. um, and they hire someone who's talented, but maybe doesn't know all of the ins and outs of doing a coup, mm-hmm. um, and is really good at like one particular thing. Yes, like throwing yes. a football, driving a car. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah. So it's like I will uh, do some truly. Uh, truly awful potentially illegal things for the u.s government but i'm gonna need how many footballs are you gonna give me (laughs) how inflated are they gonna be yeah they're as inflated as i say and (laughs) and then yeah and then vin diesel just delivers the best fucking line of just it'll be my way and my crew 
And it's just, I will say, I watched part of the movie, not most of it, but part of the movie in 1.25 speed. And when mm-hmm. you do that, Vin Diesel is speaking <laughs> in a normal speed. <laughs> Everyone else is sped up, but Vin Diesel yeah. is normal because he just like, and again, it's 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 this character that he has created and has this uh, commitment to. It's but, uh, a, yeah. it's, yeah, it's a theatrical, uh, theatrical Shakespearean uh, performance where he does need to chew on the words mm-hmm. um, and he needs to go I think because he needs to go so fast in car mm-hmm. his words need to be slow yes. because uh, he has to focus all of his attention on making car go fast and that also you're yeah. forgetting he's very furious he's also very furious so and, furious yeah um, to the point which I love uh, so they then we get into the heist portion of oh, the yes, film. Oh, yes, because they're like, where? how should we, what's the plan of attack, all of that. And um, is his name Tyrese? Ty- Tyrese. Yes, the, Tyrese. Amazing. I, the he's funniest one of, character. Yeah, he's one of yeah. my favorites. Love him. Um, also one of the most misogynistic, but, yes. you know. Um, and he is like, okay, kind of as a joke, is like, mm-hmm. we're going to drop in here. And mm-hmm. they're like... No, obviously. And he doubles down on it. And it's because it's like that's in it's an area that's inaccessible. Like there's Mm -hmm. no physical way to get there on a horizontal plane. But when you get on an actual plane Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you drop out of the fucking sky in cars, so you can get there. This this action sequence is what made me fall irrevocably in love with this franchise is um so yeah how are they going to get cars into this into this secluded area in azerbaijan they because because this hacker ramsey has a a mass surveillance and this is very interesting because this happened this movie was not was very um soon after snowden so it's very interesting Mm. uh the ha- this hacker has created this technology that allows you to hack into any camera surveillance system in the world so you can find anyone. And so they decide to drive cars off of an airplane, parachute in, um, and it is... I cannot stress how fucking awesome it is. Oh, yeah. And I I said that. I was like, this is brilliant. This was Mm -hmm. a brilliant move for the filmmakers to do. And it was all pretty much all practical effects. Oh, absolutely. They got them up there. They were... It was, it was, you know, the highest um, insurance that a movie has spent <laughs> on actors, um, on life, on life insurance. So they did CGI <laughs> the actors in, but they really did. Wait, you're, I thought you were joking. No. I thought you were joking. Kaylin, I would never joke about this. I, <laughs> I would never, they really threw, pushed planes out of an airplane and then uh, parachuted them down. Why? <laughs> because Vin Diesel <laughs> wanted it to look real. But couldn't it have looked real without doing that? You're not, 
Yeah, we don't know that answer. We will we never don't know, know because we got this. Yeah. We, and apparently the cars landed where they were supposed to 70% of the time. Oh my god. <laughs> so there was th- they used 350 cars in this <laughs> in this move, not for the movie as a whole. Right. And um I believe 230 of them were destroyed. Um okay. in- including a car that's 2.4 million dollars. I think the one that they go between buildings yeah um and which again i love that's why i love this series is is just this this commitment to spectacle yes uh so yeah i think it i think it's pretty um it's yeah it's pretty it's wet it's wet rather than be like hey um let's find another way to like you have other skills you're all really trained fighters uh or let's get our like military in there. It's like no, we have to parachute cars and because you are drivers. And I do love that they have to figure out how to solve every problem with with cars. Yes, like, yes. That, that is what the movie is. That is what's mm-hmm. fun about it is, mm-hmm. and maybe what drew James Wan to it. We can't know. Um, <laughs> we can't know what drew him to this movie, but maybe it was like. That's a fun puzzle. To s- I don't know why. It is. I assume that just because he directed Saw that like he loves he puzzles. Is Jigsaw. <laughs> yeah. But like it's a fun um pro- uh go- like a goal yes, or yes. um thing to set to be like there's these what would be like conven- conventional not conventional but like problem normal problems in an action movie where mm-hmm. it's like get the surveillance thing, hack into the thing, mm-hmm. get protect this asset. Um but you have to solve it with cars and, yes. and you have to escalate it both in terms mm-hmm. of like this is the next one in the franchise and over the course of the film. You're like mm-hmm. how because um, they do they parachute out of planes and you think, OK, how like what else could happen? This is this has to be the peak ridiculous spectacle mm-hmm. that happens and then later they do they crash the car through these huge skyscrapers one building to the next right right um and and it keeps yeah so it's like it's a fun challenge yeah i uh it's really it is it is saw like in that in that it's a very jigsaw worldview it's like how do i solve all social <laughs> problems with a reverse bear trap yeah he finds a way to do it um not 100% of the time is it successful right um and it's the same thing it's like how do you use cars to yeah to solve to solve really solve any any issue and uh any and gain every possible tactical advantage um yeah, it is awesome. I think, I mean, I think it's a very famous scene. Um, it's, you know, it's amazing. Um, a lot of this movie, is, like Inception, does feel like a series of, like, uh, video game cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, it's one last job before Brian returns to his family. Um, and... And I don't, I don't mind that, but there's something so engaging about these action scenes. Yes. They are fluid. They're interesting. They're. Especially in, well, I have no other ones to compare it to really besides Tokyo Drift. And I would say this about Tokyo Drift too, that like the cinematography in this movie is gorgeous. And the way, the way that things are shot, um, there's, there's, there's shots kind of towards the beginning, I think Mm -hmm. where like 
it re- it reminded me of Inception in in that um the hall it like the camera was doing an interesting thing in a hallway mm-hmm. um during this fight scene where they're yeah they're they're playing with gravity and things like that um what i i think that the spirit of these movies is mm-hmm. very much uh mindfulness and what i mean by that is i can't like even in the course of the like it the the movie is like one last one last ride one last job but even in the movie they're like there's three like three different times they set out on a on a journey and like each time they're like this is the last one and you're like okay this one is the last one because it's there there's only you know 20 more minutes in the movie there's only the present but yeah the spirit mm-hmm. of it is it's always one last ride one last job because it is when you're in that moment, you're like, this is the la-. like, and what's more mindfulness than that? And like, that's, that's really what these movies are about. And that's why Dom is always so like fucking chill and, and zen. Dom's philosophy that he states throughout all of all of the movie is he says that he lives his life one quarter mile at a time. Oh, so he's shit. only thinking about the next quarter mile. He's not thinking about like, the entire race he's not he's so he's not living too much in the future he's not living too much in the past which is why he can forget that he has a brother for um (laughs) yeah exactly 20 years it's like that was that was not in this current quarter mile mirror then you don't exist he doesn't he does not what i'm saying is he does not have object permanence which is my very much he's saying it yeah yeah uh so much mindfulness uh And yeah, that's another iconic line that, you know, he lives one, one, his life one, one quarter mile at a time. Um, so they, uh, capture Ramsey mm-hmm. and shocker, it's a woman. Yeah, that's a big <laughs> twist. It's a big twist. And I was like, oh, this, because it is a twist that I was like, oh, who is this? Who is this from the last, from one of the other six movies? Nope. The twist <laughs> is just that she's a woman. That's she's it. <laughs> you, you think maybe it's like, uh, oh, it's uh, Dom's sis, uh, first cousin once removed that he didn't know about. No, it's, yeah. it's just nope. it's, it's a woman who who can do tech, who can hack, um, which is truly, uh, you know, as we know, a ridiculous yeah. invention of this movie is yeah. that a woman could hack. Um, but no, she, uh, Ramsey is awesome. Uh, she gets developed more in later movies, which oh, is cool. great. Um, because, uh, yeah, it's, it, there, it's, um, the movie's fairly, uh, it acknowledges that it's misogynistic against her. Um, okay. like, uh, they're like, he's like, you don't look like a hacker. And then, um, Tej, uh, Ludacris is like, yeah. what does a hacker look like? Uh, which, again, acknowledging the sex it's not the same thing as um (laughs) yeah as like Um, and doing anything about it yeah yes or and and i literally i was like this isn't it like an actual example of a missed opportunity was like where um they they're like calling dibs on yes it's it's, uh like ludicrous and tyrese are like calling dibs on uh the hacker and and michelle rodriguez kind of says something like 
like stop it but I was like this would have been a cool opportunity if just like one of the other dudes like Paul Walker somebody yeah or it could have been ludicrous like when Tyrese calls dibs on her somebody could have just been like hey (laughs) gross dude yeah um I don't know Mr. yeah she's a part of their family now in the first place but obviously but um um they kind of I forget again. I don't know what happens in the fate of the. Fu- There's no way to know what right. happens in the fate of the Furies because I live when it comes to these movies. It's one quarter mile at a time. Exactly. Um. I. So besides Charlie Theron being uh the most powerful super villain in the universe, um. Uh, I think I think they address like she never gets with either Ludacris or Tyrese. Um, oh, okay. And so, you know, which is. You know, because they they don't treat her well. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, Ramsey shows up. She invented feminism. Let's go. Um, the scene where Brian crawls out of the bus yes. and on like a bus is going off the cliff and he crawls out of it. A stunt person did that for real. <laughs> that was not CGI. They pushed a bus off. They a cliff? pushed a bus off a cliff with a stunt man in it, who then climbed off of it. Oh my god! And he was like probably hooked up to stuff, but still, we yeah uh, again. Uh, oh my god, that is wild. I mean, it look it did look fantastic. I was like, you it, know it, what? I remember like stopping and being like, that is what it, a bus falling off a cliff with a guy <laughs> running up it would look like. Um. And I love, I love that Paul Walker. He's just wearing like a hoodie and jeans. <laughs> yes, and it just like it could have got. It was just not protective, and they never wear protective equipment. No, he later does when he finds out that his wife is pregnant with another child. He's like, "Oh shit, I should try not to die." Yeah, my first child. Whatever, uh, I can wear a hoodie, but like yeah. now I've got two kids. Um, but yeah, so he's super. 2010s fashion um yes uh they do put uh natalie emmanuel uh ramsey ramsey they do put her in a helmet for a car because uh, dom cr- goes off the side of the cliff yeah and but that's only so if you're not a professional racer uh, race car driver you don't need to wear a helmet i guess it's only I, if you're a, yeah. a newbie yeah. Yeah, because if you're a racer, you know, your body knows how to keep how to keep itself safe when you're, you know, launched yeah. off of a cliff. It's muscle you, memory. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um because yeah, if you it's street racing is the same thing as falling off of a cliff you if you know how to street race you can fall off of a cliff in a car and be fine and not wear a helmet it's yeah uh so then we get to so uh ramsey's like uh i mailed the god's eye on a flash (laughs) they say a speed stick i don't know if that's a flash drive or what oh my gosh that Um, must have been what they were yeah I don't. Wow. I have no idea. But so, but they've used it. They've put it into a car. Yeah. In Abu Dhabi to make the car go faster. 
what technology is going this is wet to me is that it, it's a technology that both can spy on every person in, in the world and it can make your car go really fast yeah I think. and or, and just like interface with your car yeah like yeah this, sur- this surveillance system if you plug it into your car <laughs> like it was a thing that they plug like paul walker was like i got it and he like unplugged it uh absolutely yeah, no respect a, for us as thing- an audience and i love it Yes, because and again, they're plugging it into a real car, a car that mm-hmm. exists, a real like car people will would like they knew what that car was. And this thing, this God's eye, you can just plug it in and it mm-hmm. straight up communicates. Yeah, you put perfectly. it into the Globetron yeah. 9000 and it like it's great. It um, immediately assimilates and you're hacked in. Yeah. However, it did show that that car, that like two point four million dollar car, if you drive it between the windows of two uh three skyscrapers mm-hmm. the brakes will stop working and i as a consumer i was really disappointed because that is like a stress test that is really important to me is like mm-hmm. if i'm going to be driving my car through concurrent skyscrapers i want to know the brakes are the most important part because i don't want to there's no more skyscraper why yeah why would i be doing that why am i gonna drive it through multiple skyscrapers if i if the brakes don't work i wouldn't have done it then no because i could die doing that if the brakes don't work i i did it It, under the assumption there were brakes (laughs) and that and it's fine it's just it's not it's not safe Um, i got I, i was a little confused because they did make it seem like it was because of the technology that had inter- oh, been integrated okay. into the car. Well, that's that the disappointing too. Yeah. yeah. If I'm going to put in a mass global surveillance program into my sports car, as any uh, any uh, deranged billionaire would want to do, mm-hmm. uh, I want to know that that's not going to be a problem. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, they go to Abu Dhabi and, you know... It makes me uncomfortable that, well, one, you know, it does feel like free tourism uh, advertising for the United Arab Emirates, which, yeah. And also, you know, any movie where um, people connected to the U.S. military do covert operations in a Middle Eastern country. Yeah. However, it is also so dumb that. (laughs) It's so dumb. It's. It's so dumb. Uh, so they infiltrate a billionaire's party to steal the car. Um, and where, but yeah, and they infiltrate this billionaire's party, which I love that like yes. everyone, while they're doing these wild mm-hmm. chases and blowing shit up and driving cars through buildings, the backdrop is everyone is just dressed in these like luscious, shiny, um, mm-hmm. yeah, 2010s, uh, like everything is um, kind of like crushed crushed velvety and Mm -hmm. um yeah just just very shiny oh my god and then out of nowhere ronda rousey shows up (laughs) out of nowhere which i think that's a thing of this franchise of just like rent oh because also i think iggy azalea is at the beginning um, yeah at the at the um fuck what do we call it so 2015 uh iggy azalea shows up to the race war no i know but we were gonna call it something else oh uh the uh oof Grum Tum Tuggers uh sponsored by Red Bull explosion race 
it doesn't matter. But yeah, Iggy Azalea is in it, and uh, so it must just be part of it. And I, I like that that the franchise is like we're we're really long running franchise. We can put cameos in it that will sort of like be a little timestamp of when it might date it for a second but the confidence of being like but we are gonna keep this party going more yes. cameos every time so it needs to make sense they don't need to you don't need to be able to act you just need to be able to like go yeah go, Iggy go, Azalea go. shows up and you're like in the context of this is she Iggy Azalea and yeah. she's just like cause that's like a fun place that like X, X Games uh, festival is like a fun place that people would want to go yeah. to. So it's like, is she Iggy Azalea or is she just like a person at this? And it doesn't matter. It's, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. You don't matter. need to know. You don't yeah. mind. This movie says mind your own business. It's yes. that whoever, whenever a celebrity approaches Vin Diesel in a bar and asks to be in the movie, he <laughs> that's he his monkey's way. paw curse is he yeah. has to let them. And he, he it's seamless. Um, yeah. These cameos. Um I and you know at that uh party of course this was in 2015 uh George Lucas and mm-hmm. uh Carrie Fisher, Fisher were making out in a in a Miata it was very romantic yeah it was um, right yeah it was it was pretty much right when Vin Diesel starts to drive the car through the buildings they just like don't give a fuck in the corner they're just making out <laughs> yeah and you're like oh yo Carrie um and yeah, they're uh, so they get the they get the the flash drive back. They get the God's hole. I uh, think <laughs> T Pain was at that party because they close they close up on the laptop of the DJ and it says mm-hmm. T Pain, but I couldn't find him in the crowd. And if T Pain was in this, they would give him lines. They would yeah. play up that T-Pain is in this movie. So I don't know if it's like they're, the spirit of T-Pain is with them. Um, but I, that's something I could have easily looked up. Um, but I want to live in this sort of nether space, this liminal space where uh, it's Schrodinger's T-Pain. Is yeah. that he could, he, he could, or if you observe him in Furious 7, you're not going to see him. But if you just kind of like, just don't look, don't watch Furious 7 and just tell yourself that T-Pain was in it. Um, he is. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, it is really, yeah, it's a very liminal space where T-Pain it both exists and doesn't because you'll never yeah. see him. Um, you just have to trust that he that he's there. So um, I am on his, uh, I am on T-Pain's Instagram as I am okay. every night. Um, and, oh, uh, it got deleted. But he said, on November 5th, 2013, he said, on the set of Fast and Furious 7, shooting my scene, taking a break for some studio time. Whoa, so really? he was in it. But why would they not give him lines? Why would the they not? The only thing I can think is that it was, like, cut out a little bit. Because it was but too why powerful. why would you do that? Yeah. And it, it wasn't even that long of a movie. They could have. outclassed. Left it in there. Vin Diesel's acting. And he was like, absolutely not. Yeah, like, I will fit- not be. Just the idea of T-Pain being there was yeah. part of Vin Diesel's artistic vision, but not <laughs> T-Pain speaking at all. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I need T-Pain to be here, uh, like, as part of my method acting, but mm-hmm. 
it will break my character's inner world if if he talks. But mm-hmm. that's a missed opportunity. Um, I, yeah, James Wan, you should you got to answer for that because I think T Pain is a great actor. Um, well, uh, there's gonna there very likely will be another sequel that comes out that addresses that <laughs> t-pain's got beef T-Pain with was the director there the whole time. Of, yeah. yeah and he's gonna be like i need to avenge myself for <laughs> not being put in this movie more and so then yeah F- fast and furious 12 is about t-pain going head to head with james wan yeah i i and love the whole it crew has to pick sides yeah i'm ready for the brechtian uh fast <laughs> and furious movie where they just that yeah you're part of the movie yeah now all the walls which, come crashing down yeah no yeah they they slam slam a 10 10 second car through the fourth wall yep um yeah wow okay so then we get to they're at the final battle because they've been through other battles and they're trying to get i think at the at some point they're just trying to uh defeat jason statham because yes. they have the god's eye so they show up so they have the god's eye so they identify jason statham mm-hmm. and they and uh vin diesel dom dom toretto uh he tells mr nobody like i want to go in the middle of the night to get him because my friends aren't killers false they've killed thousands of people yes. uh inadvertently killing people is still killing people um and he shows up so they show up to uh, get Statham, and he's eating like a full English breakfast <laughs> yes, in a where in, in a warehouse <laughs> in the dark, and they're like, "No red flags. This is just like what's this is what this guy does." Yeah. Um, and again, Statham's whole motivation is that his brother what is in the hospital, which I get. Yeah. It's like his brother. Um, yeah. uh, and. He, he he says, like, you know, the enemy of my enemy is my friend. Mm-hmm. And Dom says the iconic line, which I, again, hooks me to this series. Is, I don't have friends. I got family. Which, um... We are Groot, baby. It's a thesis. We are Groot. <laughs> we are... It's, it's brilliant. I it's, kept saying that. I was like, there's so many times when his... The other character that Vin and uh, mm-hmm. and the other character that Vin Diesel plays Groot, where that line could have worked too. It's pr- I was like, oh my <laughs> god, there's so much of Dom Toretto. What is it, Toretto? Yeah, in in Groot, there in really Groot. is. Yeah. yeah, they would they they're kindred spirits. They are. They really are. They're they're the glue that holds this found family together. Yeah. Um, and and the reminder they're the re- they're the ones that that are the cheerleader for everybody else when everybody else forgets mm-hmm. that they're family yeah they're the ones Groot and Dom are the ones to say to remind everybody right. no we got each other we're family mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah I'm excited for um when uh you know we think he's dead but then it's just prepubescent oh my God, Tom Toretto yeah, and they yeah. all have to parent him and it's yeah. really strange they, um, yeah you think he's dead but then oh my gosh Michelle Rodriguez <laughs> planted planted a little toe of, oh. of Dom in a flower pot and that toe grows into a little tiny little baby little wriggling dancing and he loves dancing to, to the Jackson 5 uh, I Groot 
Vin Diesel is a genius. I yeah. think he's a fantastic actor. Yeah. I don't think anyone, like, Laurence Olivier could not, like, could not have done Baby no. Groot, but Dom Toretto could have done any of the shit that yeah. Laurence Olivier was doing. Um, giving the same performance, but it would have worked because, you know, you, you're just, you're on board. Yeah. Um, so they show up, and uh, so it t- turns out that uh, Jay Statham has linked up with the ter- the 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 these international terrorists. They don't say like what the- they want the God's Eye just because it's powerful. They don't say like where they're coming from or yeah. what their goals are. Um, they just have a predator drone. Are they ex U.S. military? I don't know. I don't know. Again, I think the U.S. military has these. And just they don't talk about it. Okay. Like these groups of like paramilitary type of, I don't know. Right. But it's like, yes. So that's who our our crew is working with. But the, yes. the enemies. Oh, yeah. That they um, have a predator. The guy drone. who's like, like Jaiman Hunsu. Um, yes. Yes. Wh- yeah. Oh, wait. What's who is deal? he working for? We don't know. It's not. Oh, wow. It's not. I think because if they were to get into like what their ideology and what they want, they might get kind of di- like dicey. And they okay. just. Um, so same in the So they're one. just like, this is another group that wants it. Right. Yeah. So they may work for. So in the eighth one, we find out that Charlie's. Sarah Theron's character Cypher was actually Ooh. behind all of the things that ever happened in any okay. of the other movies. Okay. Uh, so she, they, I'm assuming they work for Cypher. Okay, um, yeah, that works. Honestly, another that works. lady hacker. Yeah. So Ooh, um, another bit they keep. That's what I like about this movie is they will do a twist or they'll do a thing, and they're like, "You won't, you don't believe that we're gonna do this seven more times, and you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna fall for it." every time it's gonna be great they, they even do it when they when they're crashing the thing between buildings they do the same lead up to crashing it into the next building yeah where paul walker's like no you're not, you're gonna, not gonna go you, through another building and they and you for a second are like no and then they do, like they're so in your face with he, like you think we won't try the same shit over and over and make it good driven off a cliff <laughs> in every single movie <laughs> And it is always the same buildup. It's always the same like reaction of like, no, you don't, Dom. And him being <laughs> Where's like, he, I how's got he this. gonna get out of this? And one? It, it's always I, I forget which one it was where they like go off a cliff and then they like get out of the car and fall. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Um, it always looks good. That actually might have happened in Triple X. So even not even Ooh, outside yeah, of this franchise. He like is dri- he's gonna drive a car off a cliff and it's yeah. gonna be great. Um, F nine. So the writing of that is so strong too. There's a scene where Charlie Theron is in jail. She's in the same glass prison that Hannibal Lecter uh, is in, mm-hmm. or Doctor Evil and Austin Powers Gold Member. Mm-hmm. Um, and but she's not allowed to have any electronics, so she'll hack. The, <laughs> <laughs> she'll hack it so they give That's her amazing. like analog keyboard at one point. Oh my um, god! And uh, and she's talking to a billionaire, and she's he's like she's like, oh, you really think you're the good guy in this scenario? And he's like, yeah, I'm like Luke Skywalker. And she's like, he's like, no, you're not. And she's like, oh, am I Han Solo? And she's like, I think you're Yoda. And he's like. What do you mean? Like, oh, that it's a very wise, powerful Jedi. And she's like, no, 
you're a puppet with a man's hand up your ass. <gasps> oh, that that is brilliant writing. It's Holy brilliant. shit. I had chills. I was like I was like, what? Subverted that subverts expectations in on so many levels. It's, uh, uh, oh my god, yeah. that is amazing. It it was so good. Um again, I will say that this 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 uh series really leans into holes. I think that's what's oh, really yes, right about it. Yes. So a hole uh in a puppet. Um mm-hmm. and the beginning, uh you know, well, I should save this for the holes section, yes, actually. Yeah. I will. But this movie is very it's very whole uh whole preoccupied with holes yes yeah. so i would say so more critical wet moments again vin diesel saying time to unleash the beast oh and, yes which i had that monster surely like and maybe they did have a big product placement with monster or else they should have sued them also corona they mentioned uh, corona a lot that is from is that movie a thing one in the that okay. is that I has sort been a of thing. got that sense. It's yeah. beyond product placement. It is a char- a, it's a character okay. building moment. I, is that I he got loves that Corona. sense and I was like, that's kind of brilliant too. Like right. to, he to loves, work that into a franchise. Come on. And they love it's his whole it's like forty-eight percent of his personality. Okay. Is that if the family is there, they have a they have a twelve pack of, of corona, corona, bucket of corona. Um, and I like that with Mr. Nobody, Kurt Russell's character. Um, mm-hmm. He tries to get him to have like a Belgian ale. Yeah. And he's like, fuck the feds. I'm going to have Corona. Um, and, uh, and by the end, he's like, okay, I'll try the Belgian ale. And yeah. I was like, nah. it's not a Corona. <laughs> um, which, you know, I, I love this. I love this for them. Um, yeah. Critically wet moment. Okay, well, we've got to get into... So the final action se- sequence mm-hmm. in Los Angeles is is incredible. Um, the bad guys have a predator drone, mm-hmm. so they have to, like, hop Ramsey's character between cars because they can track them with the god's eye because, mm-hmm. oops, oopsie whoopsie, we gave it to the bad guys by accident. Um, so uh, The Rock's character's been... MIA this whole movie he's not really yes. he wasn't really in this and I wonder no. if this is kind of I don't know when the tension between the rock and Vin Diesel happened I think it might have happened in the eighth movie um yeah if he well, was in I, so yeah yeah that's it I was I was shocked that mm-hmm. that the rock was not in this movie so much yeah. that like his part of it is that he's he's injured for the mm-hmm. entirety of it even at the end when he yeah when when he gets out of the hospital which will describe um but like he i th- i was like i thought he, i thought he was part of those like action movie guys where he like has a thi- has like a clause in his contract that he has to like yeah do certain things and i was like this must have like really kind of made him mad that he was like down for the count for most of the movie I'm- so they must have been like dude we promise hobbs and shaw we promise yes. you will have that so it's a real dilemma it's a real issue is that yes vin diesel and the rock have it in their contract where they cannot lose a fight on oh screen. okay that's what it so, is God which really it. makes it a problem <laughs> narratively because you yes. have to have it you have to have moments where like the hero temporarily is like is uh loses before yes. they can win or else you're like 
you know, these are superheroes. These yeah, are superheroes. Like, wh- why would you want? Why would you want that in your contract? <laughs> it it's why it is wild. So I mean, I mean, maybe they just were like, you would kick too much ass to be in yeah. this whole film. It would break the film. Yeah. Um. So the wettest part of this movie, and perhaps and a series high for me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sa- Fast and Furious saga high, and one. <laughs> So I saw this movie in theaters at like a little uh, indie theater where um, it was like me and a bunch of old people. And I was just like, <laughs> I was just like sweating and puking and shouting as I do during these movies mm-hmm. um, that my jaw absolutely hit the floor is The Rock. He sees Los Angeles on fire. He's like, oh, this is I obviously Toretto. I don't mm-hmm. have any knowledge about what's going on, but Toretto needs me. Um, he then says, daddy's got to go to work <laughs> and flexes out of his cast, which is just, it goes, it goes so beyond toxic masculinity. It's in a different <laughs> stratosphere. Yeah. Just the idea that you can be such a man such a superhero that you don't need a cat. He's also been in the hospital. Yes. Like that's how bad his breaks are. I don't know how much time has passed, but like when you have a cast, like you're, he wouldn't, the muscle mass wouldn't even be the same. Right. You know? And uh, yeah. And then, so he busts out of it and then like rolls his shoulder and there's all this cracking. And then he's like, all right, ready to go. As if he's like cracked his bones healed. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, He's and like, then just needed to crack them into place. He comes to help them, and Michelle Rodriguez is like, "Did you bring the cavalry?" And <laughs> he says, "Woman, I am the cavalry." <laughs> Chills. Yes. Chills. Yes. Um, A lot of these lines, you know exactly what they're gonna say, and and when they again, it's this movie constantly is like, you know exactly what's gonna happen, and you're not gonna know what's gonna happen. So. People had that big reaction to that, like, WandaVision line. Yeah. Who's <laughs> like, what is love if not uh, if not a, a, a found family and a bunch of cars? If not, um, what is grief if not love persisting? When Dom says, the thing about street fights <laughs> this is the street always wins. Yeah, I feel someone I'm like, it couldn't this is this is dumb and it could never be anything else. Um, it could never be anything else. It's also quite literal because the street collapses. Yes, that's what I'm saying. It, it they it ends and that's what with just kills a, the, or that what incapacitates uh, Statham. Yes, yeah. we assume he's dead, but we know he's not because Hobbs and Shaw. Um, yes. But yeah, that like this. Uh, there's a bunch of holes at the end um, <laughs> and one of them is this the, a big fight ends in a big hole like the street yes. just opens up and consumes them swallows them it it's so wet so uh, Statham and Diesel they get in a street fight they bring out two crowbars I want to say wrenches yeah yeah just s- Two sweaty bald dudes just swinging, swinging, uh, swinging wrenches at each other. Yes. Um, 
until the street collapse. Um, And they are covered in dirt. They are covered in grease from their cars and their wrenches mm -hmm. and their crowbars. They are they are just disgusting. These men just just rolling around with each other. And so they but they do. So he does win. Uh, So first we I didn't say this, but the rock hijacks an ambulance from the hospital and crashes it into the predator drone yes and then dom crashes his car into the helicopter yes stop the helicopter uh or to to put uh the grenades on it yes um yeah he placed the grenades there with the car yes yes i was very confused by that doing that no, no one's you doing co- that anymore. The, I was. No one is doing that. Yeah. I. Yeah. It was really because, like, logistically, the like the car had to have put the bag there. Like, he, right. there's no. <laughs> I just. But whatever. You know what? This movie is an. Ex- this movie has more excessive, unnecessary uses of cars than the movie Cars. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. A movie where there's a car pope. Oh, there's yeah. car Catholicism. There's uh, there's no there's nothing that leads me to believe they're not in a shared universe. There's so, oh, I don't know. We could get into that there. <laughs> yeah, I love this movie. Another thing. So this movie's inception. But if instead of like the whole thing being exposition, they were like, fuck you. No exposition. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hold your head. <laughs> I'm going to hold your head underwater and you're just going to watch this uh, cacophony of sights and sounds and delights. Um, And it went, the street always wins. Yeah, the street always wins. Okay, my favorite thing happened at the very end where Paul Walker is trying to give Vin Diesel, who you think might be dead, you're pretty sure he's dead and you're like and Paul yeah. Walker's trying to give him CPR he's trying to actually save his life right. and Michelle Rodriguez is like stop stop <laughs> that stop trying to revive him and Paul Walker's literally like no 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 I'm, I, I'm technically exactly. a first responder yeah. so he's like, and Michelle Rodriguez is literally like stop it don't I know what he needs and she's like he just needs to hear our wedding vows again and I was like don't ever Ever do this uh psa i want to i i want to say right now i feel like it's important if okay. you think if you think someone i know we love this movie the podcast loves this movie i would like the official stance of the podcast to be if you find a loved one uh who you think might be dead please don't please try cpr before yes. you remind them of their wedding vows yes. <laughs> yeah listen we believe that love wins but <laughs> it doesn't necessarily always it's not always a great replacement for uh for life-saving resuscitation yes. it's like all of the of oh, that phrase like all you need is love it's like no you need <laughs> oxygen um fact check john lennon actually (laughs) actually there are quite a few things that the human body needs besides love um i i haven't set out like i don't think i've officially like signed up for like dnr or please are me oh okay (laughs) Um, but I, i think if you say it in a podcast like what you want your 
la- yeah. your last wishes to be your medical decisions to be they'll go by whatever you say in the podcast that supersedes it yeah. um you kind of have to like to the doctor uh fast forward to the timestamp yeah. and then have them or have the doctor listen to the whole pod because any download helps yeah we uh er doctors we would love them to listen i think they would love us i, I think, think there's they, a, there's a pocket of of fans in there i yeah. if you know if you know any doctors surgeons um just tell them about the pod particularly you know? if they're the kind of doctors that like don't like to relax and and have to keep themselves stressed out mm-hmm. all the time like that's their self-care yeah it they should definitely listen to this podcast um because it'll it'll keep them in that kind of suspended uh, sense Absolutely. of stress. We might and be unease. saving lives if if we have more doctors listen to this uh, while they're with patients. Honestly, yeah. Um, yeah. just put an earbud in. It's great. Open heart surgery. <laughs> yeah. To the Brundle and Quaid song. Yeah. Why not? You're gonna be there for a while. You gotta need something to listen to. But I do want to say. So my my wishes. So yeah, I think I would like pe- people to try. CPR at least like one or two times yes Um, but don't get so don't like Matthew Fox it like in Lost where he just like pounds on Charlie's chest until he wakes up don't do that that's a situation where Michelle Rodriguez should have fucking came in and been like (laughs) she was there she was there uh she didn't have any yeah any opinions then um so try CPR first. If that doesn't work, tell me um, you remember me and that you love me. And I'll, uh, that probably will revive me because I, I, I do love attention. So, mm-hmm. And so does Dom. So does Dom. He he loves her. Uh, and that's what he – and he, she was right. That is what he needed. <laughs> that he, is he what didn't he need CPR. He needed to just hear the wedding yeah. vows again. And, and uh, that did the trick. That's not toxic masculinity. I don't think it's <laughs> saying that it – be a man. You don't need CPR. You just need a, a lady to say that your she loves lady, you. Your lady. Yeah, your best gal. Your gal. Um, yeah, but maybe that's true. Don't get – yeah, if you're if you're a real man, you don't need CPR. Uh, yeah, this movie's great. Um, then we get to the part that makes everybody cry. Ugh. Um, I think it's very sweet and tasteful, and yeah. I love the Wiz Khalifa song. I listen to it to this day. Uh, it is the. I know Charlie Puth is a very interesting pop singer. Uh, I think like we've they've kept trying to make him happen. Um, yes. but this song definitely was was a huge hit. Oh, this was um, happening, yeah. And 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 I think it's a, a really sweet song. Uh, and I think I, it, it fits it fits the tone of the movie yes. perfectly. And I, I like the decision not to kill Brian's character. Uh, yeah. That would have been upsetting. I thought um, that was gonna happen. Yeah. Honestly. <laughs> and he is he is still alive in F9. They leave a seat for oh. him at because they always have like a backyard barbecue after okay. they've been through immense. Uh, yeah, they just ha- they just like had it on the beach They're, this like, time. Coronas, everything. Yeah. Um, and so and they had him like pull up in a. They just had a car pull up, and you're like, oh, oh that's okay. that's Brian going to, going Aww, to see his family. That's sweet. Um, okay. So yeah, so they have them like look at each other, and then go on like one final ride together, and then mm-hmm. they, the cars depart. 
the mm-hmm. road splits and mm-hmm. it focuses on Brian going a different road mm-hmm. and then it shows a montage of Dom and Brian's scenes mm-hmm. and it's very touching and uh yeah it's 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 and works st- like as mm-hmm. someone who I was sort of like a litmus test of mm-hmm. of seeing how how effective this this ending was because yeah. I didn't get attached to them from any of the other movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and yet this like hit me hit yeah. me like a truck um, fall, <laughs> falling off a cliff. And and yeah, it, it, I think it was a really. Yeah, I think we said tasteful already. Like it's, yeah. it was really, it was, it was nice. And yeah. like, how do you end a movie like this? I yeah. don't know. Like, just it's, it was, it was really good because it works both in the context of the movie and metaphorically that he, uh, that he passed away yeah. after after they filmed. Yeah. So actually, he uh, he died mid filming. So oh, really? They, so a lot of his scenes were done with his brothers, brothers standing in for him. Oh my god, I didn't realize and that. And a lot of the CGI was done by Peter Jackson's Weta workshop. So they oh used my god. a lot of the technology that they used for Gollum. Okay, they used yeah. to to re- replace. At, and well, I think Paul Walker would love that. Yes, precious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think uh you know, it's it's tasteful like again, I I think that there is a lot of love that goes into these movies. Um yeah. and they make billions of dollars, but at the heart, you know, it's it is about family and yeah. uh they're not going to they're not individually going to um flesh out the members of the family, but as a whole, but as a collective that is what that is what is beautiful. Yeah. Um yeah, so are are we ready to talk about holes? You did talk about quite a few holes. Yes. Already. I st- I still have more though that oh, I okay. that I want right. to mention. Let's hear let's hear some holes. Keanu? Oh, beep beep. <laughs> Look at him. Oh, what it that's uh, that is nice, buddy. Hey, he's sweating. He's bald. Is someone is someone at this funeral out to get you, Keanu? Hey, you gotta. You, why do you keep looking over there? Who's the, who is that? Oh, he's got a whole vendetta to go. All to right, go pull all right, off John right Wick. Now. All right, let's do it. You don't. You don't have any holes. Nope. Um, but yeah, so so more holes in this movie. Definitely the end. The street just opens up into a hole mm-hmm. that consumes them. Uh, I also thought so. The the guy that. Paul Walker is battling the guy that mm-hmm. Brian is battling at the end. Um, I, th- I think he had tussled with him earlier. Oh, that, in the movie that was too. a very saw moment. Yes, that he, grimy warehouse. Exactly, and mm-hmm. then he gets. I think getting pulled, getting like kind of sucked down an elevator shaft, which mm-hmm. is how that guy ends up dying. That is a that's a pretty whole way that's to die. That's a whole yeah whole centric way. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the, oh, and when they have to keep passing, um, why do I keep forgetting her name? The hacker's name. Uh, Ramsey. Ramsey. Because it's because <laughs> there's not a uh, spinoff movie based on her last right. name. There, yet. there might be. They're planning yeah. <laughs> a women centric spinoff. Oh, fine. they're like the girls okay, she'll can definitely have one. be yeah. in it. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So Ramsey, when they're like kind of passing her between the cars, so they can't track her, they keep just like schlooping her <laughs> in the windows of of cars, and I was like, oh, they're schlooping all around inside those holes. 
Um, so those were those were a bunch of them for sure. A big hole for me, and this is a plot hole rather than a series of of uh, bullshit statements, um, <laughs> which is what I usually contribute to this podcast. Um, is both in this one and in F nine, and probably all of them that mm-hmm. are about espionage and not just the illegal world of street racing um is uh they there's always like with hacks there's like an upload bar for a hacking into like illegally hacking into things it's not like you're downloading like um a sims 3 mod yeah Uh, which is the hacking I do it's like oh we're we're 69 percent hacked (laughs) so that's a whole to me it's like I think with hacking, like it's it can be instantaneous, right? Because yeah. there's it's like, like a point when you're ha- you hack you it. hack it. No, it's <laughs> yeah. like you have to like you have to vamp for a while yeah. to get this. Um, I also like, and again, it this could be true. I don't know if it is, but yeah. there's a point when Ludacris was like, oh, "I can't hold it too much longer." Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what are you what are you holding? What are you caught? What are you fighting it, it, it back it's against? Like he's a wizard. He's like yeah. my powers. They won't hold on yeah you have to kit you have to go after snape um yeah it's great um yeah but that's the only plot hole everything else made sense made sense lines up perfectly chronologically also um yeah that those are those are the main holes uh Mm -hmm. in in this and of course the hole left in the franchise by paul walker um Mm -hmm. which the movie acknowledges and uh and and that we'll always feel and you know Mm -hmm. and remind ourselves of um but yeah so i guess that brings us to to some verdicts um yeah how, how wet how how wet is this movie so this week I didn't I'm not going to sing a little jingle. Uh I know, shocking. But only because when I thought about how wet this movie is, an extremely vivid memory came back to me and it is how wet this movie is. There's no other way to describe it. So just for this one time I'm going to um I'm going to describe something. So this is as wet as having a bladder infection while in line for the test track at Epcot in 1999, the year that it opened. Um, so, and I say this because uh, 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 this happened to me. And it, so you're in line and all you can think about is how badly you have to pee. But also you want to ride the ride so bad because it goes the fastest that any Disney ride uh, has ever gone. It's it's top speed is the fastest that any Disney ride will go on um, and will will be at. And um, but it's and it's everyone is talking about this ride. There is industrial synth blasting mm. in the background while you wait in this line that is it is there's so many people packed into this warehouse that houses the line for this ride um you have to wear a water bottle on a lanyard around your neck the whole time so that you because you're a child um and you need to be reminded if you don't tie the water around the child's neck how will they remember to drink enough water Mm -hmm. um despite just having to pee constantly the whole time and so you can barely concentrate you're getting shifted through this line and then then you are before you know it you're on this ride and you're strapped in and now even if you had to go to the bathroom you couldn't 
uh, even if there was a bathroom for you to go to, you're strapped in and then you have to go through a series of tests on this vehicle and half of them are just bumps and you have to pee so bad. Oh my and God. it is, and then you get off and then you finally do pee. And then it's like, it was one, it, 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 the whole experience just, it is this uh, wash of, of calm that then comes over you and you were like wow i really lived in the moment there yeah um you one quarter mile at a time even before you could drive which is really impressive i like how i was like hmm before we started doing verdicts i was like i don't know this movie is kind of very unique and not really compare comparable and you're like really (laughs) i have something to compare it to that's really obvious and then you hold up like a memory from your childhood as as if it's a common shared experience of having a a bladder infection at disney world yeah it's more common than we think it's more common than we think yeah it happens. I um, imagine there's so many kids with bladder infections uh, at Disney World because they're going into all those bathrooms and touching shit and then putting oh, thingies yeah. in their mouths and they're just... Oh, yeah. That's ugh. your number one source for yeah. um, bladder infections, childhood bladder inf- infections. <laughs> um, your number one source. Yeah. <laughs> um, so how how wet is this movie um, to you, Sophie? It's it's clear to me. Uh, it's not the most wet movie, but right. it's its own thing. It's in it's in many ways indescribable, and yet I'm going to describe it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's as wet as the so a few weeks ago, the CIA, uh, I think for like Women's History Month or um, for something, had put out these like woke ads about their diversity and inclusion um, for the CIA. So they had some like, okay. So imagine those ads and they were on Twitter. Uh, Those ads gained sentience and created (laughs) a digital dystopia. And within that digital dystopia, former enemies to found family, Mm -hmm. Lightning McQueen and Stanley Tucci, another (laughs) famous bald guy that needs to be in this franchise. Yes. I, I email uh, Vin Diesel all the time about this. Um, need to f- find a way to hack their way out of, um, with help of a local neighborhood friend, Post Malone. Oh, for sure. sure. Yes. Yeah. Random cameo, bald yeah. guy, car. That's the ingredients is you put that in, you shake that at 120 miles per hour. You got mm-hmm. a Fast and Furious movie. Doesn't make any sense. Uh, but this one, it was a little too much... Uh, I like it more when they are criminals. I don't like mm-hmm. it when they're working with the feds. I don't... Mm-hmm. Mm, no, I like it when they're doing illegal stuff. <laughs> I mean, not everything they were doing was not illegal. Right. Um, and they... <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's that's how I feel about this movie. This episode is brought to you by... Hello, I'm Jason Statham. I'm in the Fast and Furious movies. If you or a loved one have been killed by Dom Toretto's crew, this is what you need to do. You need to blow up a hospital. You need to threaten the staff. You need to follow them to the ends of the earth. (laughs) That's what I promise to you. If you or a loved one ever have been fucked up by this disgusting found family that I may or may not join in the next movie. I will avenge you. And I'm 411. Jason Statham is 411. Hashtag Jason Statham is 411. 
in a better place. Ah, uh, how can we not talk about family when family's all that we got? Everything I would do, you were standing there by my side. And now you gon' be with me for the last ride. Without you, my friend, and I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. We've come a long way from where we began. Oh, I'll tell you all about it when I see you again. When I see you again. Is it wet? This has been a production of Mess and Finesse, a comedy label based out of Somerville, Massachusetts. If you want to hear more of this program or shows like this, please send us an email at admin at messandfinesse.com. That's A-D-M-I-N at M-E-S-S-A-N-D-F-I-N-E-S-S-E dot com. And for more content, directory of programs, or information on live shows and comedy classes, please visit messandfinesse.com or follow us at Mess and Finesse on social media. Thank you for listening.